Hello, I'm Stephen Allen, and welcome to Stephen Allen Almost Daily. Yeah, oh, there I am. Hello, and welcome to the podcast of things we did on the radio. We looked at the newspapers, we found some news, we talked about it. Bosh, however, um, it's a little. I just come back from a run, actually, if I'm brutally honest. So I'm sat in the shed studio sweating like you wouldn't believe. Apologies if you hear the window being open. Um, but a little nice thing. It's a little underpass where I, not actually where I live, I don't live near an underpass. But I can run to it, so it can't be that far away. And I was running through it, and there was a, a teenage boy and a teenage girl. And I think he was trying to, like, you know, be impressive. I remember those days when you cared about impressing people. And as I was running, and, I, you know, I'm a not, I'm an out-of-shape guy. And I wear this bizarre camouflage hat, which I don't think it makes me blend in at all. A big red sweaty face. Um, but as I ran through, and it's just to mop up all the head sweat. Let's be brutally honest about it. There's no reason to wear it. I don't want to get a burnt head in the sun as well. Uh, so I was running through the underpass, and um, he shouted, Nice hat! And um, I retorted. And I say retorted, panted, barely sat. I asthmed in his direction the words, Your mum likes it! And carried on running. And I'm glad I'm glad it didn't upset him, because he obviously could have caught up with me. I, was, I, was not, I didn't have a fresh level of run left in me. So uh, there we go. I survived that one. Um, so to business. We did a radio show. We turned it into a podcast. It came out smelling like this. Welcome along to today's uh, radioings. And we have many news stories to go through. This piece of paper in front of me, actually, is yesterday's. Classical music, jogging. Get rid of that one. This one is, I hope this is today's, otherwise we're really struggling. Um, oh, yes. Medical training, something about uh, fat jabs. The Oh, I'll explain the sketch that we didn't do. I'll tell you about that. Carly Minogue is in the news, and we might be normally always praising uh, Carly Minogue. I think I've found something to be mildly dismissive about. Mm, first for me in all of the years I've been alive. Um, great news if you need to get some relaxation. And... Alien news. Yep, we're back doing that again. Yep, see, how, see what happens when that uh, bit comes around. One of the things in the news, it's entertainment news, but we're not talking to Larry because it's got aliens in it. Um, rapper Diddy claims that he's met extraterrestrials. Okay. The 53-year-old, a.k.a. Puff Daddy, is he, though, uh, said he even communicated with aliens when they first appeared in, appeared in Florida. Um, the dad of seven, no wonder he's tired, who's got a one... I don't know why they're giving all the information. He's talking about these UFOs. He says, I saw them from afar, but we communicated. I used to think like that when I was back in my dating days. I saw a woman on the tube. Oh, we communicated. She ran out of there. Um, so anyway, uh, he was asked in some sort of interview... Uh, about this he said their ships were red i've told people about this for years but they just they're just starting to believe me well i wouldn't go that far to say that i believe you i'm less worried about aliens meeting p diddy puff daddy diddy sean whatever his name is i certainly don't want the aliens to meet kanye <sighs> could you imagine we'd have to find a way of contacting them to apologize we're not all like that i'm more worried about aliens intercepting radio waves because if they broadcast back because these radio waves travel at the speed of light, right? If they broadcast back, they could interfere with this signal. Oh, I'd be sat here talking to myself. You'd hear static, and then I guess I'd suddenly fight. Earthlings, we have been monitoring your radio broadcast to learn about your species. We were wondering when you would build a spaceship and come to meet us. But we notice you cannot even build a high-speed train to Manchester, so... Never mind. 
the static dies down and you come back to me. But I think you'd miss you'd miss whatever nuggets of wisdom I was talking about. So let's hope that never happens. This is a story I guess we'll be touching on this quite a lot. You know, they've invented a jab that makes you thin now. And uh, whatever it's called, Tzempek, Ozempek, Lebempek. It's called Lembiopic. And if you can get an injection of Lembiopic, the weight drops off you, but you have to keep taking the injections anyway. Well, apparently, fat Brits could be getting the weight loss jab to get them back to work. So it's the opposite of, like, signing on. You go down the NHS, and they'll get you back to work by making you thinner again. I mean, if it weren't for the fact that my job includes sitting in a chair and cramming my face with chocolate when the songs are on... I could get some of this. Up to 10,000 people are expected to be offered the treatment as a pilot scheme should try and get them back to work. Health Secretary Steve Barkley says uh, that it turbocharges the supply of injections. Oh, right up there. Oh, we don't want that. I just thought I'd mention that because it's our daily Lembitopic update. But also, the last time we talked about it, apparently they're inventing pies that can make you thin. I want to say thank you to Chris who got in touch, but like two days later, so it's too late. But he came up with an idea. Chris was saying what I should have done is done a parody version of the Hall & Oates song, uh, She's a Man-Eater, with the words, She's a Flan-Eater. Oh, here she comes. She's a Flan-Eater. And, you know, it's a double whammy because Hall & Oates and Oates are good for you. So I, I should have done, Chris, but I didn't think of it. So it's... Bit late now, isn't it? You know by now, if you're a regular listener to this broadcast output thing, that I've got two cats at home, because one of them ran away and then came back and now they don't get on. And I've got, because I separated them once and I got a a nasty scratch on the inside of my wrist, I didn't realise, but the place where the little scar thing is, it looks like there's a topic that people don't bring up with me now. Honestly, I was at a gig the other night, lifted up my shirt sleeve, saw someone notice the scars on my wrist. And the look on his face. But anyway, we're not here to talk about that. We're not here to talk about that. We're talking about this piece of research. Um, cat owners would rather spend time with their cat than their partner. Nearly 47% say that they found their furry friends less irritating. <laughs> I neither confirm nor deny whether I would rather spend time with my lovely other half or my lovely cats. Um, look, I'm aware of the fact that it's a relationship based on the I give emotion, none is reciprocated. If it weren't for the fact I provide food, I don't think there'd be a relationship at all. Um, but to be fair, the cats are no better, so I don't really know what to do. The newspapers are always saying that the weather will somehow mean we get more bugs and critters and things over here. Turns out it's not just weather, is it? It's the fact that the French, the dirty, you can say dirty French now because they've got bed bugs. And the worry is with them being so close, some of them will, I don't know, get a small boat or something. No, that's not it. Is it? They What they'll do is we'll end up with bed bugs because people will come back from France. It says in the paper, Britain is facing an invasion of mutant super bed bugs. And I thought, what, are they like the really big beds? Like the one that's bigger than a king? What they mean is the bugs are super because they are resistant to insecticide. They've built up a tolerance like in The Princess Bride. Probably not like in The Maybe like in the princess, if these bedbugs have been slowly ingesting small amounts of bedbug poison to raise their tolerance, they kind of deserve my bed. I'll get another one. Um, But what upsets me is in France, apparently there are infestations in cinemas, in schools, on trains, and Air France said they vowed to ground any aircraft with bedbugs on board. No, 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 don't ground it. Take it up there, but open the doors. It might be the only way to get rid of those things, because it seems like they're pretty, pretty good at surviving. If you nip me down McDonald's, they're in the news today. 
It says here, McDonald's has defeated a lawsuit accusing it of exaggerating burger size. So there we go. Officially, McDonald's does not tell lies. Burger King, however, have been responsible for a few whoppers. Now, it's as good as you're going to get, really, in terms of jokes. Depressing news story of the day. Clearly, it's one by this one. Childhood is the happiest time of our lives, according to German experts. I mean, we knew that, but did you need reminding of it? They've looked at it, and apparently the age of nine is peak happy, although these are German, so when they said nine, yeah, you don't need that joke. Um, after the age of nine, apparently it's all downhill. <laughs> German experts have found that positive feelings decline from nine to 94. Does it go up again after 94, or do they just run out of people to study? Negative emotions, uh, they vary between 9 and 22, then they wane until the age of 60. So you're happiest when you're 9, then you get happy, but also upset. And then after the age of 60, it's I imagine it's just hurt hurting limbs, isn't it? I mean, I'm in my 40s now, and if I move funny, that's it. I'm done for the week. One of the things I don't like about getting old, and I talked about this on stage recently, is the length of hangovers. In your 20s, a hangover is a morning of saying, quite fancy McDonald's. And that's a hangover, apparently. Um, then you get later in life, they last a few days. At my age, if I get drunk now, I will have ruined Halloween. So, you know. Kylie Minogue is in the news, and this one makes me laugh. She said that she would love, if they were to make a film about her life, a biopic, who would you want to play Kylie? She says, Margot Robbie. Now... I, look, Kylie is beautiful, stunning, excellent, yes. But Margot Robbie, that's a little bit like me saying, if ever they make a low-budget film of my life, I'd love me to be played by a Chippendale. And you think, come on, Steve, it's meant to be at least based loosely on reality. But, no, good luck to you. I mean, it would be a bit tricky, though, because I don't think Margot Robbie's down at your height, Kylie, so all the other actors would have to be huge. And, well, actually, I'm six foot two. I'm available. So if you want someone to, you know, do a bit of background work and make Margot Robbie look shorter, I've got one use. Talk about some of these news stories that we can uh, chat about on social media if you'd like. But stressed out Brits relax more while smashing spuds than meditating or practicing yoga. Good, because at the end of smashing some potatoes, you've made some mash for me. At the end of yoga, you've, let's be honest, you've broken wind. And I would rather have the mash. Um... What else is in the news? Blue lights from smartphones and tablets could be causing the onset of early puberty in boys. It is just a coincidence that I've now turned up today with a blue light bulb for this room. Just could do with a bit more. The old, the old roan, the old testosterone. <clears throat> That's Ross Kemp. We'll talk about that on the show tomorrow, maybe. And oh, this one. Uh, people without medical training are learning brain surgery on the job is an actual news story in an actual newspaper. Then again, don't worry. It's not brains. Oh, no, wait a minute. OK, maybe we should worry. Podcast done. Some editing's needed on this one, but I reckon it'll go out all right. Uh, I think we've actually done all the news stories because there's a chance that tomorrow's show on the actual radio is longer because I need to cover an extra two hours to cover someone. However, um, that we'll find out after the podcast is done. So all these extra news stories that I would read in the podcast, I might need those for actual broadcast. Well, I could do them now, couldn't I? No. What's the, the only good one is this. Ross Kemp was apparently, um, he was given a job in an advert only to discover they'd chosen him because he was ugly. And I've got to be honest, I have had the same feeling when I've been cast for anything. Um, you just take the money. 
there is there is no level of insulting part that I wouldn't take for the advert money. Do you know what I mean? Because it wasn't eating the Kellogg's fruit and nuts and fibres and, you know, that one. Hey, raisins, coconut, sultanas, something, something and bananas. That one. Have I lost the plot? Okay, well, we'll just quit and try again tomorrow, should we? Subscribe to wherever you found this podcast. Tweet me at Mr. Stephen Allen. And until next time... Thank you for listening to Stephen Allen Almost Daily. 